Hello. It is so cold this morning and I already see flurries out there. But thank God, praise God, we thank God for the weather. Today we are talking about a particular question that somebody had how to build an intimate relationship with the Lord. You know, we've been talking about building intimacy with the Lord, having a relationship with Him that is really deep, one that goes beyond just sitting there. You know, if you're just okay with that mediocre life, you know, um, a defeated Christian life, I'm sorry to say it that way, then maybe you won't be interested in this. But if you want to live a victorious Christian life, if you want to live that life more abundantly, what the Lord said, everything that is written in the book is for you. Everything the Lord spoke in his word is for you. And so if you want to go above and beyond, just sitting there warming the pews, just sitting there going, hearing about him and knowing about him, but wanting to know him, then you might be interested in the things that we talk about. You might want to follow the series, but straight to that question, how Do you build an intimate relationship with the Lord? One thing I have realized, at least I can speak for myself, you know, particularly is that we listen to messages. You know, I may read books, you know, read the word, listen to sermons by different people. But then how to put it into practice becomes a problem. Application becomes a problem. And then you begin to wonder But I heard this and, you know, we go, praise the Lord. Yeah, that was a great message. Fine, it was a great message. But how did you apply it? Were you able to apply it? Were you even given the tools of application? Did they break it down? I'm one of those people that you just, I want you to break it down for me, okay? Tell me step one, do this, do this, step two. Okay, then do that next. Don't just say something and expect everyone to get it. Sometimes we make uh, statements that are like, wow, what a revelation. Okay, then. And then he just stops there. How about applying it? If you notice when Jesus was talking to um, the people in his time, he said, it's those who do his will. It's written in the word. And so it's recorded for us as well. It applies to us. It's not just those who say, Lord, Lord, you know, so it's action. You know, what you do when you stay in the word, you hear more, you remember more, you meditate on it. Then you put it into practice, not just having head knowledge. So there are different ways that you can um, get close to God. I want you to think about people who are really close. You may have a child that people go, oh my goodness, you and your child, you're so close. Well, they put some work into it. We really put work into that relationship. That's why we're that close and people notice and they talk about it. The people, they're just okay. How does this happen? But we take time. We create time. 
for each other. Think about a spouse. Think about people who are in love. Have you seen two people in love? They don't want to be apart. They're always together. That's the same way. Think about you and God. If you say you love him and you know he's already told you that he loves you. Then why would you want to be apart from him? So practical ways of building that intimate relationship with the Lord. One I'm going to tell you is spending time with the Lord. Create time. We live in a world where we have such busy schedules. In fact, people know us to be so busy that, oh, it's really hard for me to reach her. It's really hard for me to reach him. And you may truly have a busy schedule. That's okay. Jesus had a busy schedule. Have you read in the word where it says that some miracles that he did when he healed certain people and he told them, don't tell anyone about this. But they went ahead and broadcast. They told people about these things. And Jesus couldn't go through that area anymore because people would throng him. There were a lot of people. So he couldn't pass that side again. Look, what I'm trying to say is that Jesus had a busy schedule. I mean, like, he didn't have a PA. I'm sorry. Yeah, he didn't even have a PA system to go about announcing down the streets. Hey, we're going to have a meeting at 5 p.m. They didn't have to make any announcements. He didn't have PR officers putting on uh, commercials on TV or um, radio or in the newspapers that they're going to have a conference the next week or anything like that. But at his gatherings, I mean, remember how he fed 5,000 men, 7,000? The Bible says that's not even including women and children, right? So how... Do you want to do this? He had a busy schedule, but he created time. The Bible tells us he got up a great while before day. Somebody said that that meant that he prayed for at least four hours. He got up a great while before day, went to a solitary place to pray. (laughs) we are talking about Jesus, the son of God, (laughs) God himself. He got up a great while before day. So how about you creating time? Go make the effort. Create time. If you're, I'm talking about people who are so busy now. So that's not an excuse. Get up a great while before day. Jesus is our example. Do as Jesus did, and find time to spend with God. Quality time. If you spend just five minutes with him, that's good. But if you spend four hours with him, that's even better. What I'm trying to say is, if you want a great relationship, you'd make Even more, should I call, sacrifices? Some people say there's a price to pay. And many people don't want to hear that. But even as that sounds, that is the truth. There's a price to pay. 
Jesus said, these signs will follow those who believe. So if you are a believer, are these signs following you? Raising the dead, healing the sick, the blind seeing, lepers walking, casting out demons, picking up serpents and them not harming you. Are are those signs following you? And even more, and many more. Are they following you? Then are you okay with these signs not following you? If you're okay with your Christian life and you're satisfied with where you're at, again, this is not for you. But if you're that person who's hungering for God, thirsting, you know, and you're, you're longing for him. If you're that person who wants something way more, you know there's something more out there. There's more of God. And you're not okay with just, again, that mediocre life. Not okay with living that defeated Christian life. Then take time to spend with him. If you're confused about how to go, direction to you to go in your, take time, spend with him. And we're going to talk about what you do when you're spending time with God. We'll talk about that in a different segment. But right now, I want you to think about creating time for him. If you have time during the day, you're not that busy, take time. You know, sometimes I like to say, "Mm, use an hour. But the only reason I suggest an hour, it's a suggestion, okay? It's not, hey, you just you have to do this hour. Mm-mm. If you have five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that's more time you're spending that than you never, that you never did. But if you were always spending five minutes and now you're still spending five minutes, somebody said insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a change. If you've been doing the same thing for years and it hasn't given you results, why don't you take a step further and change what it is you're doing and do something more? So if you were always spending 40 minutes with the Lord and you're not satisfied, how about you take time and go beyond those 40 minutes? Do something else. Do you remember Zacchaeus? <laughs> How he climbed that sycamore tree? You know, people were pushing and thronging. This man was a small stature. He tried to inch further. He tried to inch. He tried to push. It didn't work. He looked around, saw a tree, a sycamore tree, and decided, I'm going to climb up there. See that effort that man made? He climbed up to that, onto that tree and the Lord Jesus noticed him. He made that effort. He went a step above and beyond. The same thing with blind Bartimaeus, right? He got up and he was calling, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. This man was blind. He didn't even know where Jesus was standing. He didn't know because he was blind. But he could... When the people around him were telling him, keep quiet, shut your mouth, he shouted even more. And Jesus noticed him. See, he went above and beyond. He didn't just sit there and be like, okay, well, I can't reach him. Oh, I've tried. Nothing ha- nothing's working. If you have tried and nothing is working, try more. That means there's something that's just not. 
you know, there's something that's amiss. So find time, create time. Remember in the gar- in the garden of Gethsemane, Jesus, when he wanted his disciples to pray with him, he said, couldn't you wait with me even one hour? Now, to me, the fact that Jesus suggested that, it made me think, wow, at least one hour I should pray. So, you know, you prayer is one thing. Worship is one thing. You know, there's so many things. Praise. There's so many things. But this time that you're spending with him, find that time. Create that time. And to form a habit, just so you can keep it, it's good to stick to that particular time. I mean, I'm not trying to give you a formula because, you know, we're not trying to just do something religious. What's the point? We've tried religion all our lives. We've played church all our lives. And I don't know where it got you. It didn't get me anywhere. So now this relationship building that we're talking about let's take this practical step to create time that we will spend with the lord and find a solitary place solitary in my head when i think about jesus finding a solitary place i think oh that place has to be a place where it's just you and the lord so no one else is there So find a place where not even your spouse is, not your child is. You know, they say the family that prays together stays together. That's beautiful. You you have your devotional time. You pray together. But each of you would also have to have a time with the Lord by yourself. You know, work out your own salvation, fear and trembling, remember? by yourself. So find that time. I know I'm, 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 I keep repeating, find that time and it might ir- irritate you to just hear, find that time, find that time, find that time. But yes, find that time, create that time to spend with the Lord. No one should be there. It should just be you and the Lord. It shouldn't be a noisy place because when you think about a solitary place, when you think about a great while before day, you know, this time is quiet. So find a quiet place. Another thing, we live in a world where technology has taken over. I praise God for technology. If it wasn't for technology that the Lord blessed us with, you wouldn't be listening to me right now through this, you know, medium. So technology is great. But during that time, you shouldn't have any technology there with you. Don't be there and be looking through your phone and getting messages. Your phone shouldn't be there with you. Not your phone, not your iPad or your tablet or whatever, not your computer. Nothing should be there with you. No internet. Nothing should be there. And spend that time with God, alone with God. That's the whole idea. You want to be alone with God. 
So that's the first thing that I will say. Alone with God. Find a time. Create a time where you will spend alone with God. If you do this regularly and you keep to this, then you form a habit and it becomes your lifestyle. Somebody said for you to form a habit, you do something repeatedly, you know, over and over again for 30 days. I don't know if maybe even less would help, more would help. But do if you do that, if you pick a particular time that you can spend with him. And if, you, if you're not busy throughout the day and you pick a time during the day, do so. That's fine. The whole idea is you creating that time and having that time, quality time with the Lord. That no one, a time when no one would disturb you. You're not getting visitors. You're not having to do ministry. You're not having to go out. And you can say, oh, I'm going to help the poor. I'm going to help the sick. And that's beautiful. But you can do all these things. Be in church Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and do ministry all day and help people all day. And, you know, read all day, whatever it is you do. But if you don't have a time between you and the Lord, Uh, You're missing so much. All of that would just be empty. So you need to go to the source. You want the Lord himself. God bless you. And we will talk about this again in detail. And look at all the things that... um, you do during that time you are spending with the Lord.